Hey, I'm Catherine. And I'm Catherine. And this is Catherine Squared. Welcome back to the podcast. We've recorded so many in a row because we have to pre-record for so many and then we pre-recorded because we had our first guest and now I'm just like, what? Yeah, we're on? like, what, what episode is, is this? <laughs> and we have to pre-record because we're both traveling. Mostly Cass is traveling in yeah. the very new, near future. So we are recording this on the day the Selena Gomez documentary comes out, which is November 4th. But you're listening to this on Wednesday, November 16th. So happy almost Thanksgiving because it's literally next week in a day. <laughs> Um, it's just crazy. How t- I'm like, how is it already November? Yeah, and this is how, our... How do we have so many podcast episodes coming out that we right. pre-recorded? We're so on top of it, guys. We're really on top of it in November because this is episode 15. That's released on November 16th. Yeah, so week before Thanksgiving. So, like, next week we'll still have an episode put out on Wednesday, a uh, uh, Blackout Wednesday, um, which will be, like, our Thanksgiving episode. We'll just, like, talk about fun Thanksgiving things, which, real quick... We could, we did how to host a Halloween party slash crawl. So Cass, we could talk about um, if you are going to host a Friendsgiving, maybe you already have early November. Maybe you're really on top of things. Um, <laughs> like we are with this podcast. Yeah. Literally last year, Danny and I hosted one just at our apartment with like a few couple friends. Um, and again, the traveling couple, K and B, you guys were... <laughs> actually away somewhere Where were you that? in Asheville no that wasn't later. when you went to the Biltmore no that was January okay because it was snowing you guys were somewhere <laughs> somewhere but what my idea of like a cool Friendsgiving is is definitely definitely potluck like do not if you're hosting do not put it all on yourself have everyone that's coming bring a side or a dessert or an appetizer whatever they want drinks whatever Obviously, still have drinks and maybe the main course if you're the host. So I like a Friendsgiving that's not typical Thanksgiving because you have Thanksgiving food on Thanksgiving. So what we did is we had really yummy – someone did bring honey baked turkey. You know, like Honey Baked Ham, the company? They make turkey. It is so – it was so, so delicious. Honey Baked Ham is what our family always gets from stuff. We love it. It's so good. Like Easter, I love a honey baked ham um, or Christmas ham. And then we had people bring sweet potatoes with marshmallows. So that's also very Thanksgiving-y. But then we had buffalo chicken dip. Danny and I got those chili, um, chilies, the restaurant, cheeseburger sliders. And I made baked mac and cheese, which is kind of a Thanksgiving food, but not whatever. So we just have like a good um, variety. So, I mean, you could do like a normal turkey stuffing, whatever, if your friends are into that or your coworkers. Cause I know my work's doing a, a Friendsgiving, which is cute. Um, I like the office. So I did make pumpkin pie, which was basic, but it would be fun to do like a cobbler, like do different than your family Thanksgiving. What do you prefer Cass? Like for a Friendsgiving? I don't know. Cause I've never actually had true Friendsgiving mm-hmm. 
as you can see, I missed ours last year because mm-hmm. I was gone. I think I was in Disney already. Because I went with my family to Disney World for Thanksgiving. Because my family, as you can see, they care more about traveling than going and doing Thanksgiving things. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so fun, though, when you're older. Um, but we've done it, like, my whole life sometimes. So I've done Disney World, like, multiple times during Thanksgiving. Just because it's a good break from school. And mm-hmm. so we love doing that. So um, I don't know. I love pumpkin pie. I don't. Thanksgiving's definitely not my favorite. I'm more of a Christmas person. So yeah. I love the Christmas dinner. I love the sugar cookies. I love the pumpkin pie, which people have for all of it. Uh, totally. Pumpkin and apple pie. I guess there was a cute one. I think it was on Half Baked Harvest, which is um, a blog, and she has an Instagram. She I've really heard of that. She recipes. She had, like, a cute little mini apple pies or mini apple tarts or something. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be really cute to bring to a Friendsgiving. Because <gasps> mm-hmm. apple pies. Like a finger like, food. Yeah, like cute finger foods. I love that. I love any, like, um, I'm trying to think what else I would like to do for a Friendsgiving. A lot of people are copying us and doing the fall mimosa or the, oh, yes, um, the we did mimosa. the poison apple fizz mimosa. But, of course, use apple cider and make it a Thanksgiving mimosa. Um, what else could you do? Like, I love anything themed. So you could even like pick a fun theme mm-hmm. for your Thanksgiving. Well, like you said, the Chick-fil-A charcuterie. Yeah. Like, like that. See, I would love like, like Chick-fil-A at a Friendsgiving. Do, like, yeah. So or tacos. Do, do one of those like everyone brings a board sort of things and have one person do dessert do board. dessert board. One person do appetizers. Pound them. cake and Nutella. And do like, um. Fondue. You could do like, yeah, like fondue with some veggies and stuff. So you get that in there. Um, Yeah, it's really easy. I I know. That's kind of like the main course one. But yeah, you totally could do. um, I also like love a good dip. So like I would love it if there was like taco dip, buffalo chicken dip, some hummuses. I don't care. Just all do a bunch of dips. Right. Or like people do casseroles or whatever. Um, do your chili cook-off <laughs> at Friendsgiving. Do like a chili and like cornbread and then like desserts. Make it southern themed. Fried chicken. <laughs> Fried chicken. Because you're going to have turkey. Chick-fil-A. Get Chick-fil-A. Yeah. There seems to be a theme. But it's like you're going to have turkey most likely, you know. We love. So it's like do something um, different maybe. We love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Yeah, Actually, okay. I'm like so over it. Do you know what's funny about breakfast. Chick-fil-A? I love the chicken minis. They have great breakfast. So this is funny about Chick-fil-A. Um, it's also a catastrophe, I guess. So I thought I was smart because in the grocery store, the big Chick-fil-A sauces are like around $5. And I didn't realize how many ounces it was. So I was like thinking I was smart and ahead of the game. And on the Chick-fil-A app, they sell big bottled sauces for like two seventy five. Turns out, so I got like the Chick-fil-A sauce, the Polynesian through the drive-thru yesterday and they're babies. They're so cute. I wanted to make like a TikTok with these little sauces. They're the eight ounce sauces at the store. They're 16 ounces. So it's literally mama and baby. So I was like, Ooh, I ended up paying actually like a dollar more if you do based, you know, price per ounce. So I was like, okay, that's hilarious. But yeah, that's like a really good idea for Friendsgiving. If you don't want to eat the same meal like, twice. Everyone pick a letter and you have to do some Ooh. sort of food from that letter. So it's like 
you know, if you got A, you could do like apple tarts or apple pie or mm-hmm. something like that. And you just you make sure someone bring the apple cider, some sort of dessert mm-hmm. or some sort of drink and just kind of like, you don't have to yeah. fully do anything, but like, just, just re- remember and just say, oh, I got the dessert or I got the drink. You don't have to tell them what they're bringing because that's, that's part of the fun. Yeah, exactly. It's like re- relaxed about it I and just it's like just... pull out of a hat everyone picked something from a hat dessert appetizer right and then you can think of something fun it's like just about being together there's some like really fun spotify playlist too like friendsgiving playlist that's a good mix of stuff <laughs> yeah did you hear they're extending the spotify wrapped they used yes. to only take data through halloween i know i heard that thing goodness they are because I have not been listening to music I've been so podcast focused well I'm gonna have three Spotify wrapped because I have like different emails using the free premium sorry Spotify I beat your system um life hack so that should be interesting because it's like with each email like what was I listening to under that Spotify account who knows I've been listening to so much of like just party music like the stuff Mm. that everyone else likes because Brandon hates listening to my country stuff it's like top 40. And, so I've been listening yeah. to like so much of the top music instead of my normal. So I'm like been pounding on the Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, the power of Taylor Swift. They think they, the world, thinks that's why they're extending the data for Spotify wrapped because her album came out October 21st. And so if they only took it for 10 days after, I'm sure she'd still show up as a lot of people's top songs, you know, because that's all we stream for those 10 days. But yeah, so there's your little tips. Um, Maybe you already had a Friendsgiving or a get together with like your girlfriends. Ooh, Galentine's is going to be so fun in February. We'll definitely have to do one of those this year. And do like Cosmos. I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) Yes. And do like all girly pink themed stuff because we both love pink. Um, but anyway, to like shift, just talking about holidays is, um, a lot of, I I guess a lot of people talk about it now. Like now it's way more open how like a lot of people get depressed during the holiday season. I know I do. Even though I love celebrating it all, like I still get sad. Or it's just like you get seasonal depression. So it's like. Yeah. Which is literally called sad, right? Yeah. Seasonal affective depressive disorder. Yeah. I think. S-A-D-D. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, it's terrible. I mean, I feel really lucky right now living in North Carolina. Yes. It's still pretty warm out. And sunny a yeah. lot. And, it's one of the sunniest states. And um, because like I'll still get it a lot of times in in November and December and January. It's more worse, I guess, January and February here in North Carolina. Than- it's a real thing when it's cloudy and cold and you didn't grow up in a cold place, but like I grew up in a very, very cold place. I would not have grown up in a cold place. And it is hard because in the Midwest, it also gets dark at like 4.30. So you're going to work when it's dark. You're coming home when it's dark. And then you don't get any sun. And that's why people are like tend to be happier and do more things in the summer because the sun sets at 8 p.m. or 8 at 9, 9. p.m. Exactly. Eastern so- time. So Literally, so, like, 9.30. So, so sad when it started being, like, 7 and it started getting dark. And now it's going to be 5.30. Oh, my God. Like, the sun's already setting. Don't even talk about it. It's so sad. I'm so sad. I hate – I love and hate the winter so much. Like, 
I'm really excited because back home it's already started snowing, which is really good because we've had some years where wildfires are really bad um, oh, yeah. in November around Thanksgiving because of it just not having a lot of rain because California is always in a drought. Always. Um, yeah, that's really dangerous. Yeah, it's very dangerous. And But this year it's like actually already snowing and it's like, you know, the beginning of November when we're recording this. So hopefully we continue getting snow. Um, but I like love snow and I love Christmas, but if it's cold and not snowing, I am the terrible, like a terrible person to be around because I hate it. I hate life. I don't want to move. I want to stay in bed all day. Mm -hmm. Um, see, I loved last Christmas here on actual Christmas. It was like 60 degrees and not like super sunny because it's still December 25th, but it was so great to just be in leggings and a sweatshirt and not be in three winter coats, you know, a million layers. Oh, that looks so good. Side note, Cass is doing my nails right now. Um, <laughs> Becoming a thing. And it looks, we used to do it all the time. It looks so good. I picked like a beige color and my ring finger is like a glittery gold and it looks so good. Um, so if you heard like nail filing in the be beginning, it wasn't actually nail filing. It was buffing the nails. Buffing the nails. You're I, welcome the, for the ASMR. We did the nail filing prior to, to not trigger like <laughs> the nails on the chalkboard. Yeah, nails on the chalkboard. <laughs> like, um, but it's a real thing. And honestly, this is a toxic trait of mine, but how people, when they don't get sunlight and they are low on vitamin D, which most women are low on vitamin D, like if you get a blood test, it's like, every girl's low on vitamin D one way that you should not get vitamin D, but I have done and it does make me feel better is tanning. <laughs> so like any tanning salon, which I used to work at will tell you sad disorder, like this helps sad disorder and this helps your mood and helps you get vitamin D, which may be true, but it's also mostly like a placebo mental effect obviously tanning I mean, in a, a tanning bed is not healthy yes right like just tricking your mind so if you're ever sad just trick your mind trick it true yeah what are some good tips besides like unhealthy going in a tanning bed and getting all warm and fuzzy you can get like the like a red light thing off of amazon <gasps> they also have that planet fitness um, red light therapy that's not uv it won't damage your skin because my or some sort of like um like light because it's, like, yeah, it's red light, so it doesn't damage your skin. My um, therapist was actually telling me I should get it. Okay, that's a good tip. Um, she was saying, like, because I, for those of you who don't know, I'm on anxiety medication uh, for my anxiety Been and there. depression. Because <laughs> um, those are things I have. And I'm pretty open about it. I don't really care. I tell everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's how I am. Um, it's just, like, you know, it's a part of life. And being a like a psychology major is really what, what like taught me that I did have issues. I was like, wait, not everyone is like this. Yeah. Not everyone feels this way or has these thoughts. And, <laughs> and it's like, people do, we all have bad thoughts. We all have intrusive yeah. thoughts, but you shouldn't have to live with it day in and day out. Yeah. So you I can mean, try different treatments for like sure. I've gone to therapy since probably middle school. So I've done that. I'm now on medication. So I have my, um, my, nurse practitioner who gives me my meds and checks in on me every couple of months and i mean and yeah so get like the light therapy stuff you can get it off of amazon um, and it should be helpful for the times especially if you live somewhere not sunny 
yeah um winter. that's a good thing about gen z like your generation uh your parents were all were very woke and like if you do have the financial stability to go to therapy and your insurance covers most of it honestly it should be free honestly but whatever um then definitely try everything that you can um a little bit on one of our episodes when you're listening to this it would have been two episodes ago when we talked a little bit about what we were binging and i was i'm still am watching the d'amelio show and it won't be featured on this current season two but dixie d'amelio who's like you know a huge influencer um and singer now she's a singer she came out saying she had pmdd premenstrual disorder disorder and i have pmdd so it's like pms on crack and it's just like a very intense form of pms where you get very depressed very irritable like angry rage irritability or just annoyed with stuff you usually wouldn't and the anxiety and depression is like much more heightened and i actually found so it's like therapy can be very expensive. So it's like, if you can't do it every week or every month, or if you're not financially, don't have like, um, the privilege, cause it's so expensive. Oh my God. Co-pays are ridiculous. Even with insurance, co-pays are ridiculous. If you don't have that like mine luxury. Like 20 bucks. Yeah. Mine used to be like that. I don't know what it would be now, but I think, I mean, and that's why like, I know the app that our help is trying to make it more um, affordable yeah, and accessible. accessible to everyone because it's just on the phone and you don't even have to see anyone if you hate people like we do. <laughs> I, yeah, I know like Headspace during COVID, they gave like free trials and Headspace is really good for oh, like if insomnia. You, if you want one that's free, which my one of my doctors recommended before, I was able to get into see my nurse practitioner to get medicated it's insight timer and that has a bunch of medicate meditation not medication meditation mm, mm-hmm. things which so, they say yeah definitely try and both it helps and um i tried one there's one on there that i started doing and it was like a 10 minute one that you listen to before you fall asleep or to help you fall asleep and i've always been really bad about falling asleep um because of my anxiety and i just spiral 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 so many bad thoughts um but that one actually like really really helped and then like after listening to it for a while i was ending up starting to um fall asleep before it even finished the 10 minutes oh good so it worked it worked really well and it was only 10 minutes that um is a really good tip you could even find some stuff on youtube for free or spotify um i know like the calm apps really popular um and then oh so for pmdd which like we i think is underdiagnosed um i found a really good podcast on spotify and it's like the pmdd healing podcast and this lady who actually I just found out she's a yoga teacher, but um, I, we should totally reach out to her. Maybe she would like do a collab with us, a collab pod, collab, collab pod. She has different um, guests on that are like hormonal experts or therapists or whatever. And you know what's weird? I only listen to two episodes because I'm listening to the podcast in order. Mm-hmm. Both of her guests have been not American. One's been from New Zealand and one from like maybe the UK. 
So that just proves how we were talking about they need to do more research in like science for women. We need to do more in America. I know I sound like a I sound like so dumb saying that like America we need more information and research but it's true because it's like look at this like especially for PMDD or like women's hormones and how it affects our anxiety and depression yeah and like both of her guests were out of the United States like what are we doing we don't care enough we're just like they're crazy. We they, we just yeah. write we write women off. They're you're on your period. You're crazy. You're crying because you're crazy. <laughs> it's like it's not our fault. It's not our fault. Like not even that long ago, would end up going to a insane asylum. Totally. Because they just were hormonal. I would like. I would be there. I would be there too. <laughs> Maybe we would be doing the podcast in the loony bin. <laughs> they didn't even have like pod microphones. <laughs> We just we would talk to anyone. Like, we, we just would talk to our crazies. We'd be in our, our straitjackets. We're like, oh my gosh, you're in here for that too? <laughs> you cry uncontrollably as well? Oh my gosh, you killed people? Wow. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and it is honestly, okay, so when I'm feeling very depressed or like if I just have to start my day and I can't, I feel like I can't get out of bed, which is a lot of mornings. It does. It sounds so stupid, but it does help. Like once you get physically get up, yeah. cause I am hiding under the covers, right? Dreading it. But once you physically get up and like do the simplest thing, wash your face or brush your teeth or like make coffee or like a tea where then it makes you feel mm-hmm. kind of warm or like, a lot of times, I don't know if this is healthy, I'll I'll think of something really good to eat. I'm like, ooh, grilled cheese sounds good. Or like a bagel and cream cheese. Or even like go get up, go out and go get yourself like a A Starbucks coffee, yeah. Something. Like a treat. Like the new, I really want to try the new Dunkin' cookie butter donut. Like a little fun thing or plan it your night before. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting up and like, oh, I have to work, like do something fun for yourself. A lot of times I put on a podcast and start playing it and then I get out of bed and make my bed and I'm kind of it's like the friends in my head you know then I'm like listening to what they have to say and like a lot of times it makes me a little bit happier because it's like gonna make me laugh or something um when I used to go to therapy I would be like I'm so depressed I don't even want to listen to music where you get in those moods where you're like nothing seems fun my therapist actually said he's like put it on anyway and see how how you feel just like have it on in the background. It's like, it does help. You just have to do stuff plan, and make yourself like do it. Like a self-care night. Or plan mm-hmm. like a skincare friends. Or yeah. do, if you, like, it's, I know how hard it is because I've been there my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you don't want to. But once you do it, you're so much better off. And it really time heals all wounds. So something you're anxious about right now, two, it might be two, three hours from now. Or it might be tomorrow or it might be two weeks from now. And you'll think about that thought and you'll be like, I don't know that girl anymore. That was dumb. And you'll laugh about it and you'll be like, oh my gosh, why was I even anxious about that? Like usually it's just like a irrational thought yeah, and the spiral. And then you're like, oh, I feel better about it. I mean, I am interested to see how my mental health changes because last year I had a job that I absolutely hated. Dreaded. gave me so much anxiety even though it shouldn't have because it's a job mm-hmm. and just, it's a career not your whole life you can't control everything 
and I would try and think those things, but it wouldn't work. Like, I'm like, well, I'm not in control. Like, I'm not, like, I was a customer service representative, so it's like, I don't have any control. I am literally just the voice on the phone. The bridge to, to yeah, you're the bridge that. person, like, the middleman. Like, make someone like you, you can't make someone think of it differently. They're going to be very stuck, especially in a role like that. And I know a lot of people probably are out here doing like, not necessarily, but like customer service in their own way, like working retail or things like that, where you do have to deal with people just like, especially during the holidays, people are like the worst because they're also going through their own stuff or having issues with their family or whatever. And it makes them sad during the holidays. So you just have to remember that the holidays are both a great time and a terrible time for everyone. So just look at it like that and focus on yourself. Don't focus on other people. That's such good advice. It is everyone's as different as we are. We're all the same. Yeah. Like underneath all the skin, we're the same. Um, and it is true. They're just reflect, they're just um, taking it out on you. And so whether it's like a loved one or a stranger or your family or whoever you're spending the holidays with, it's, it isn't about you. I like to think everything's about myself, oh, another I toxic trait. That's yeah. And it's like an every, anxiety. the world revolves around it's an anxiety us. Issue. It's an anxiety thing. We, you're worried about what you said, what you, where you looked, what you did. And then it's actually. The text that you sent two months ago. Yes. Because of some reaction yes. the person had today and it has nothing to do with it yeah that's your head that's all it's, your it's head tricks on you. thoughts are not real your brain lies to you do not trust your brain yeah, don't trust your brain. and that is really good advice it's not about you and actually as like harsh as this sounds nobody cares about you as much as you care about you <laughs> like I know. no I one's still, thinking I about you <laughs> no I one's thinking think. about us we're thinking about like no one's thinking about you in in um they're, they're thinking about you in like a good way, not the way you're thinking about how they're thinking about you. Well, it's just like how I freaked out about having to go on the um, Zamboni at the <laughs> Yeah, game. that's amazing. Like, I judge all the people on it. Why would they not be judging me? And then we think, okay, when we saw those people, we looked at them for five seconds and then I went and was getting a beer or was looking at my phone. You know, you look and you don't remember those people. So it, it yeah, well, it's a big deal to you and... In reality, everyone's worried about themselves yeah, for sure. and having the same thoughts. Except for those girls that were rude to us at the Comic Square concert. I hope they have a horrible <laughs> Christmas. I hope I gave them COVID. <laughs> they were rude to us. Look, happy Thanksgiving to everyone except for everyone that was ever mean to us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this was a perfect um, mental health talk epi. Because, and just a girl talk epi in general, you know, yeah, since girls we're, go we're through a lot. 100% girls who listen yeah. to Our audience is females. Um, but anyway, we, like we said, when we're recording this, the Selena Doc, Selena Gomez documentary, I think it's called My Mind and Me, um, yes, is out. So we are going to watch it and probably post some TikToks of us watching it and reacting to it. So follow us at Catherine Squared Pod on all platforms. Back on here to review it. Review it. Yeah. And give our thoughts. Oh, well, also before we do that, we'll um, do the drink of the pod. Ooh. But we'll stop this so we can add in our sound bites. So we have a cute drink of the pod. Yep. So um, 
stay tuned for all the fun, exciting things we have in the next couple of minutes. So our drink of the pod is a little special take on a mimosa. So a mimosa, as you know, the classic mimosa is champagne and orange juice, whatever champagne, sparkling wine, Prosecco. Um, we had like a brute sparkling wine from Aldi. <laughs> um, that's the normal OG mimosa. But what we did was, and you would have heard in our last week's episode with our guest Amber, we had pineapple mango juice. And instead of mixing it with vodka or whatever you have, we froze the pineapple mango juice in our ice ball maker. And so it's funny because you'll see um, the TikTok of us making the drink, how it looks like in the wine glass or the mimosa glass, it looks like an egg <laughs> floating in champagne. Like, we're like, what is that? So it's pineapple mango juice frozen into an ice ball. And then you just plop that in a glass and pour your champagne over it. And so it's, I mean, I didn't think of a cute name or a cute Thanksgiving name for it, but you could be another Thanksgiving mimosa. You could freeze cranberry juice and put Prosecco. Thanks for giving alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so yeah, it looks like you put a raw egg in your mimosa, but it's really just flavored juice ice balls. And you could really use like cranberry um, yeah, really you could use any, any juice fro frozen juice. Just be one of those TikTok girlies who makes the cute ice with the fruits in it. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's such a good idea. You could even do that. <gasps> I should do that. Put blueberries in with the water and then, um, or any like ready frozen fruit. <gasps> and you could, you don't even have to put it in alcoholic drink. You could put that in your water and yeah. then it melts and then you got the fruity water. Full of sure. antioxidants. That's genius. I love that. I love watching those TikTok videos where people are restocking their um, special ice balls and ices that they have. They're like, this one's my fruit one. This one's my coffee one. And they're just like, oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A breakfast. You send me an espresso ice ball for iced coffee. Oh, that's amazing. Um, well, those TikTok girls need to let me know what ice ball thing they have because ours always is leaking. And I don't know if that's just all ice ball trays or what. But now I put it in a glass so then there's not frozen water all over the freezer because it will leak. Yours leaks. Ours was $4. Maybe that's why. That's why. <laughs> um, so Cass and I are going to continue this mental health journey of life. We're going to pop some popcorn and watch Selena Gomez's documentary on Apple TV. So stay tuned for our review. And we have officially watched it. We are back. We just are fresh off the Selena doc. My mind and me. I think so. Yes. <laughs> and um, I mean, Cass and I had a good time watching it together because we were in our Christmas blankies by a Christmas tree. Yes, it's early November, but whatever. That's how we celebrate. And we had popcorn and yeah. root beer, and so it was good. it was like a girls' night vibe. But we're gonna be completely honest here. <laughs> the vibes were great. The movie was meh. Yeah, the doc, I wasn't a fan of. Still a fan of Selena. Love her. Love that she's talking so openly about mental health. I just feel like it was 
too much and too much for one documentary. Like they're trying to stuff six years into an hour and a half documentary. I feel like they should have been more focused on certain aspects of her life. A thousand percent. Like you said it six years in an hour and 35 minute documentary. So if you think of COVID, which they touched on, not obnoxiously, but they obviously in like 2020 hit and then they talked about COVID. Um, If you think COVID from 2020 to 2022, minus that from the six years. So it was like 2016. I feel like it was just messy. It's like no hate to Selena, but like the editing team and how they produced or directed it or I guess how they edited it because it would have been footage yeah. from 2016 to present. It was like they jumped present. around a lot, which made it a little confusing. Very confusing. Where we were in her journey. Uh, I do like that she talked so openly about her mental health issues because it just shows that like you can be so famous, so rich, and still have these issues. That's um, it. That's the takeaway. Even with like people that are helping you all the time, even with all the money to get all the treatments, to get all the medication, like she still struggles with it. But I think they could have cut out a lot or probably added some of the stuff they didn't use to make it even better. That's the takeaway. That's really well said. How like, yeah, you could be so rich, so famous, have all the money, all the resources, and you're still going to be depressed. Um, I like that you said you're like, it was a lot but it was also like a whole lot of nothing (laughs) it's like at the same time because again like the editing of it could have been better you think like you have six years of content like it could have been like parts like this could be part one and then yeah another part like maybe they could have gone more in depth Mm -hmm. they could have gone more i think that even though I don't agree with anything Kanye is doing currently. His doc was great. <laughs> His documentary was Gen- amazing. Genius. Genius. Was that Amazon Prime, perhaps, or Netflix? Netflix, Netflix. I, okay, that was a great documentary. Was a great documentary. Taylor Swift's documentary was so great. Um, they had, I think they had, like, a main focus. And yeah. it's, it's, like, for Selena's, obviously, the main focus was mental health, which, of course, is the takeaway, like, that she's bringing awareness and, you can, you can think she's perfect and has a perfect life. Obviously not. And you can see her go from being on stage one minute performing mm-hmm. with the smile on her face to the next minute of crying because she didn't like what she did. Yeah. Night. And like, has like imposter syndrome and is just like overwhelmed. And she talks about her bipolar diagnosis. Um, and like Justin's mentioned, but I, I thought maybe they would get a little bit more into that. Yeah. I think they just focus on they the song she wrote like from it. Say his name. Now she never did. I don't think anyone did. And I was wrong because she did not talk about Haley. It's <laughs> a really bummer. That yeah. was a bummer. Just because like from like uh I guess like a girl fan being fans of both of them and then being excited that there was like a conclusion to it all. Yeah, because the way they made it seem with doing those pictures was that Yeah, it was, was just like good timing for her doc and then I just but kind of let down. I guess that's kind of like was fake promo for the doc because it was like oh yeah. my gosh she must be talking about it because they're taking pictures together all of a sudden to get Haley's fans to tune in but obviously we were wrong yeah I think they just focused on like the song that came out of it which is a great song and that's fine um but it was just like 
I don't know. It was like a whole lot of nothing, which sounds horrible it because like, it was good awareness. I feel like a lot of it was just clips of touring and then clips of interviewing and then clips of the showing, good parts of yeah, like showing her, her depressive state mm-hmm. at in Kenya, like yeah, the school systems and stuff. They so did like, show her Kenya trip and the we we um charity or it's like we yeah. school a we school for girls charity or something which yeah. is now they tell you in the documentary unfortunately they had to shut down during <gasps> covid oh my gosh i must have been peeing during that i bar. told you that like three <laughs> times while we were watching it that's why she was so upset at the end of the oh, movie okay. and calling a bunch of people was because they had to shut it down and she was like i everything i've worked for is now like <gasps> not okay well, again like that's like such a shitty ending <laughs> yeah. like what to a kind of shitty put together and then it's also like well, she then raised a whole bunch of money for education for 2022 no right. mental health yes that's what it was yes then, like why for mental health free mental health resources into saving the charity she found herself it's in. odd it's, i don't know if that's like strange a country limitation or what i don't think it's a country limitation like the people that founded it were in canada it said oh yeah so i don't know why and anyone any charity will take money right right <laughs> and like she would have it the money to restart anything i would i would, I would, assume. Yeah, I would assume um that's right at the end it did say was like over what 100 million yeah raised for mental health resources for young people or free mental health resources which is great so like, that's good i mean again, good came out of it good will come out of it she I said she like just a lot of it was it was interesting it was kind of boring it, it was can i say that is that bad no, it was kind of boring. It's just an opinion. We're not hating on her. Um, it was like supposed to be all about her mental health journey, but then I felt like half of it was just her going back to seeing her old stomping grounds, her old school. Okay, that was a lot of it. Her old house, and then her old neighbor's house, and it was that was a lot of it. And I felt like that wasn't really necessary because she didn't go too in depth to what actually happened in her childhood which could have led to her mental health issues at a current state. Like, yeah. I feel like they gla- glance over of, well, she started working really young because her mom was a, a single mother and not yeah. doing, like, she had her she in kept high saying, school. Like, so there were issues, like, that sort of stuff where it was, like, her parents were really, really young when they had her. She did keep saying, she did keep saying, my first job when I was seven, my first yeah. job was when I've been working since I was seven. And you're right, she glazed over her upbringing in the sense of like how it contributed to, to her, her, current, me- her current mental, mental health. health state and that well she started doing this career path of being a famous person at such a young age and through so many turbulent moments in her life that like she's been on screen since seven she's been on the scene since seven and then disney channel and all these things that just led to be probably a lot of her depression and anxiety having to do with having all this fame and all these people having opinions about her they didn't wrap it up in a in a way for like the viewers of the audience to kind of see it it doesn't have to come full circle because obviously she's still on her journey and it's like all of our mental health journeys are like changing every day so it doesn't have to be tied up in a pretty bow but it could be better presented. I feel like it would have been good if she fo- started out with focusing on mental health, like through growing up in the, the media and then going into her current states of more like the 
like 2016 on because she could have just like mentioned a bunch of stuff at the beginning. Like it could have been like one of those documentaries where she sits down and talks about it and just has little clips. She had a lot of family yes. videos. Oh yeah. I did like those. I like the, the I like one seeing, seeing her as a little seeing girl. Her and yeah. Barney and how she all started, but like she could have dubbed over a lot of those talking about Montage how it. her childhood and upbringing and starting out so young with the Barney um, series and to like contribute to her current state. It was glazed over too, because in Kenya she was like, yeah, I was homeschooled I or schooled by a computer because she was on the Disney channel. Yeah. And cause she grew so up she filming. she did real school until eighth grade, she mm-hmm. said. And then it was all on the computer so that she could do five hours on and then go shoot. So it's like they had, they planted the seed and then never followed through yeah. with it. It was definitely planted a lot throughout the documentary. Right. She was like, I was a loner. I would only have one or two friends. Yeah. Like going back to her Texas hometown and school. So it's like they, they had the potential and they kind of didn't. Finish it. Yeah. Follow through because with it. Because like. That you can wrap in a nice bow. You can see, well, mm-hmm. yes, she has all these issues that she has had throughout her life, but like she look keeps where those she homegrown is. connections. Yeah, and she goes back and she visits and she has her cousin that she's really close mm-hmm. with that she's always been close with, but she never, it never gets to that. No, point. it flashes like to and from, and I think that she went back to her or the filming of her going back to Texas was after she stayed in the mental yes, institution. I think so. so they kind of but then talked again, about that, but not later, really that in depth. Yeah. And then later she goes back to during COVID times because she goes and visits her cousin and her cousin's baby. But then again, it's nothing, nothing's wrapped up. No, she sees someone jumpy that she jump person school with and her kids. And it was just yeah. like, it was like, it was yeah. like weird. It was mm-hmm. just randomly thrown in. It he like was. She, it seemed it, like she was going for a walk in her old neighborhood. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, Right. And they're like, oh, this random interaction. And then before she had gone back to the mental institution. Sorry, I don't remember the name of it. And spoke there. But then we don't know what year that was. Obviously, it was. It was weird. It's hard to follow. Hard to follow. Even though they would have like. Years. Yeah. 2019, I think it starts. And like, it goes back to 2016. I'm like. Of her on tour. Like, what's going on? I was like, like what? And, and then because she, you know, she has more of a baby face, like, the entire time. Yes. It's hard to tell yes. when. And then she has bangs sometimes. And I'm like, is that just, like, clip-ons, clip-ons for the show? Or is she, like, mm-hmm. Jimmy bangs? Fallon's voice was in it a lot, yeah. randomly. <laughs> like, you it, wasn't actually, it wasn't actually anything <laughs> in it. But then it would be, like, an interview that she was with him. And he would just be dumped over whatever we were looking at. It was like, oh, hi, Jimmy Fallon. The ghost of Jimmy Fallon's <laughs> voice. Like, why is it in so random? Oh, my God. I mean, like I said, we enjoyed watching it just because, like, we made it a fun girls' night. But And we paid attention. We only filmed one TikTok at the very beginning. Like, yeah. we did not... You know, we actually we gave it a shot, um, but yeah, I guess maybe we had too high of expectations. I think it was just like I thought it would be more along the lines of Taylor Swift's documentary, mm-hmm. which also does jump around. But, but it made sense it to made me. More sense, or she spoke more during those times, like or dubbed over during those times to kind of explain where she was physically and mentally, which mm-hmm. I think we were missing in the Selena's. I feel like Selena's kind of went with like trying to be artsy and like indie yes. versus Taylor's. With her diary notes. Yeah. Yes. Taylor was more focused on like actually trying to tell her story. Being Selena, straightforward. Selena was trying to like, 
I'm pulling these diary notes and I'm going to read yes. them randomly throughout it. And then I'm like, where are we? Yeah. And it's like, okay. So, and they didn't even say like, so the, is that her journal notes or is that yeah. a song? I don't is know. Is that journal notes from when she was in the mental institute? Was it pre? Was it post? Like, we don't even know where those notes are coming from. Like where in her life was she thinking those things? Cause at one point she talks about not wanting to be alive. We're yes. like, where is this in life? Yes. And I think they interviewed, obviously, like, her team's on it throughout. And I think they interviewed her mom at one point? Maybe not. There was an old manager that spoke. Oh, okay. So then. And then her friend. Mm -hmm. And And maybe, like, her assistant or something. But, they again, they didn't really introduce who was who. Yeah, no. Um, They would just do names. And then underneath it would be, like, Selena's friend, Selena's assistant. Selena's manager. Yeah, and then they mentioned her lupus and her kidney transplant, but her friend that that gave her a kidney wasn't, wasn't in it. it. They, wasn't. they didn't mention anything about only murders in the building, which makes me think they... Or 13 Reasons Why. Or 13 Reasons Why, but she had the tattoo of the semicolon. And I feel like 13 Reasons Why would have been super A perfect opportunity. In this film, since it was about mental health, and that's what the And literally a suicide. And the book and the show like, was I about think it. It could have been like instead of the Kenya stuff was great. I loved seeing her and like Yeah, her. and those those but girls I, that yeah. worked their ass off. I feel like it could have been that was like I feel like a whole separate thing. <laughs> okay, so you're right. They should in a limited series and went to her Texas hometown stuff, one episode. Kenya one could have episode. been whole episode. Thirteen reasons why. Whole one episode. episode. Her acting and her childhood, like yeah, that could have been Edited they could have together. actually probably done like childhood and then the second episode, like, you know, you know. It seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah, it really does. Like it could have been so like nicely put into different episodes to make a limited series of like we could do childhood slash Disney Channel and then we could do her starting her music career. I love a chronological. Like oh, yeah. I don't need the whole like flashback unless it makes sense. I like to be we're in line. Yeah, like for a documentary. Can, yes, for a docu- like if it's a, a film, sure, do what do you want. Do what you want. A documentary, it's hard to follow when you don't know that person inside and out. I feel like I could have edited this like better. <laughs> like, did I edit this? Like, it's not even. It, not that it wasn't professional, but we did think it was weird how like randomly then there'd be words on the screen. Like, is it lyrics? Is it journal diary yeah. entries? And then it was like heard behind like. Fishnets? Like, yeah, it was literally like fishnet stockings. Like spooky vibes? I don't know. <laughs> what would you rate it out of 10? Um, I have a number in mind. Probably like a six. I was thinking like a four. <laughs> six I, plus four equals 10. <laughs> I like certain parts of it. I just I like seeing her a little. It was like, could have been better. Just for what we thought we were getting from yeah. the press. So, yeah, basically we'd probably give it like a 50% then if we kind of averaged our scores. Um, and then like, I mean, I love Taylor's documentary and I, I hate Kanye. I've never liked Kanye, but, but I you could look, you could look, you could look as a not or as objective or not objective. Look objectively or not objectively. Like you could just view it as a I objectively was able to view Kanye's yes like you take the emotion out of it and you view it as a product out of it of how I feel about Kanye and how I mean 
because I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan, so of course, <laughs> of course I hate Kanye, uh, obviously. Um, but I objectively liked that documentary so much. I liked it was really seeing well all of where he came from, and and especially like and. Even in his, I felt like he could have talked more about his mental health journey because we oh. know he's not. Yeah, he's there. not well. <laughs> he probably didn't think anything was wrong with him. Uh, and, but, and even more because because his mom died in surgery that he was. That's a huge was a huge trigger. Yeah. For like, his bipolar. Uh huh. So like things like that, like we heard about that in Kanye's documentary in chronological order. Yeah, it was. It just so he didn't good. talk about his mental health issues specifically whereas I felt with Selena's it would be kind of like the Kanye or the Taylor one but talking about this is where I felt here and this is what I felt here because of the x y and z that led up to these issues because they talk about like her having a psychotic break but they don't really say like what led up to that psychotic break they just say or what it was like family issues and friend issues and we're like so are we talking about justin here right and and who, she shouldn't be afraid to say like that the justin thing triggered it because like obviously it did when it's, you're on you're so famous and you and both are so famous and your relationship was so famous and you have these crazy fans that are still mad about it now yeah exactly <laughs> all these years later so it's like that would have been i would think therapeutic I know. To and admit. coming from a psychology major, I'm like, I just, I want, like, I don't know what, what triggered it. I need to know what triggered it. And she didn't talk about what they did in the Facility, mental institution. Yeah. So it's like, maybe people don't have people looking out for them. And maybe we want to know, like, did they meditate? What did, yeah, did they like, do what, group sessions? Did helped, she get on medication? What like, what, helped what kind of medication? Like, we want to know how she went from having a psychotic break to not having a psychotic they break. They didn't so talk about any of that. We can use those tools as viewers, like as we were talking about in our earlier part of this episode, we were talking about ways that we've learned or we've gotten from our therapists and mm -hmm. our, um, they call it like a toolkit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you it's pass so on to others. important in all of the, all of my therapy sessions, all of my, um, more psychiatric sessions it's always about having that toolkit that you can use in your time of need and like my therapist even said just make a list mm -hmm. make yourself a list on your phone of these are the things that I can do in short time mm -hmm. so like um I have 10 minutes before I have to leave for someone so you can do a 10 minute meditation mm -hmm. you can pour yourself a cup of coffee before you leave like and then make it for like long things like I can go on a uh, an hour walk. Yeah, a walk I outside. I can go mm -hmm. and paint my nails. Like things yes. that are going to take longer. You make a list of both things that you can do in short and then in long. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you have ones in the middle that you can either take longer or shorter, like a shower. You can take a 30 right. minute shower or you can take a 10 minute shower. Like those sorts of things. And you're supposed to keep intact, which I still have never made a list on my phone, but this is reminding me that I should. But you have one in your brain. Like that's something because but you're aware like, of it. Yes. But, um, the, her more point was to write it in your phone so that when you're having that panic, it's attack, always with you, it's always with you and you don't have to go, okay, what worked for me last time? So like one of the things she was teaching me was to do a, um, the square breath method, which is to like, you breathe, you you breathe in for the same amount of seconds as you hold it, and then you breathe out, and then you hold it, and then you just think oh. of a square. Oh, the I like that. Time. That's so easy to remember. Yeah. So you just think square method, and then you just 
hold, breathe in, hold, breathe out. And it's all the same, like, same If you're time. starting to panic, that helps control your breathing. Yeah. A really, really quick meditation, which I'm going to butcher, is like, if you're in a public place, you have to be like, my feet are planted on the ground. Yeah. Um, my, or like, it's something, but then like, you could be like, my feet are on the ground. I'm not in real danger. And then do the square breathing. Yeah. And you also have to think like another one is like, uh, the other thing my therapist taught me was think of all of your problems and then you put them on a leaf. You imagine you're at a river. You put them on a leaf and you watch it go down the river. And once it's gone, it's gone. You just let it go. And then you put your next thing and then you let it go. My therapist had a similar one, but it was clouds in the sky because I have OCD as well. So like if you have intrusive thoughts or like bad thoughts and you keep – or like ruminating, yeah. you just acknowledge it. Like don't bury it yep. because 18 million more will come about. You just think of it on a cloud and it just floats away yeah, in the same sky. Thing. You and put it on your leaf and you let it float it's away. It's like, I love that. Or like a, yeah, it could be anything. You can make whatever you want. You can do whatever that. you want. But you just think of the thought that you're like ruminating about. And be like, hmm, that's interesting. Place it and wherever just it you decide to place it and you watch it float away. And that's so good. Then you leave it alone. I know why Kanye's was so good and maybe Selena's fell short. So there were so, well, at least for me and you. There was so much footage of Kanye we had never seen before. Selena's, it showed the Instagram clip that has been passed around for the past six years of her crying on stage on tour that we've all seen thousands of times on TikTok or wherever. So I think, again, not her fault, but whoever produced and like but again, it would directed have been fine it. if she would have then talked about it. Yeah, that, that clearly was an important part of her, her tour, breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> and then breakdown. Right. Yeah. So, like, if she would have sat there afterwards and been like, "This was such a special moment for me to hear all my fans singing this such important song back to me," that I just all of these emotions rushed through. Like she could have no, done it just like, in a way, but it just kind of showed it. And then it was off to the it next thing. Floated away like yeah. our clouds and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> it just floated away. We were like, we're done with that one. But I mean, we still love her. And obviously. Again, it was like the, the AMAs too. Yeah. Her performance. They and then it was like, the boop. Clip, and then it was off to the next thing. Boop, done. Well, I guess it was off to the next thing of her being really upset and hearing all the bad press that was coming out of it. Which but, they could have done that better too. Like at a butter montage. Yeah. Because it was it just, show any video again, like, it was just, like, it was Jimmy just, Fallon's voice. Why is Jimmy Fallon in your room, Selena? <laughs> there was a couple Starbucks product placements that I, I always am curious with, like, the product placements of things. Because um, I didn't see any, like, brands. And they didn't talk about her makeup line, which she probably made a point of doing that. So it wasn't promotional. But, but they, they, the album was rare, rare in 2020. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I didn't either. As you can see, we're not. We, we don't. I don't. Hearts. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, oh, same old love. I forgot about that song. I'm going to start listening to that song again. It did. It did I remind mean, me of that song. So that's like good. Rare Beauty would have been great to talk about, though, because like the whole it's, thing, it's supposed to be. Love yourself in your own skin. And it's supposed yeah. to they like donate money to mental health organizations. So I'm like, why are there so many missed opportunities? That? I just. Uh, but we still love her and we still love that she put out this doc to get conversation started. Yes, mental health is important to talk about. That's why we're talking about it this whole episode. Hope you enjoyed and join us next week for our Thanksgiving episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Time is moving too fast. <laughs>
Okay, we'll talk to you later. Bye.